Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 25. So we were supposed to have a guest this week, again, but we don't have a shoe-in for him this time. So uh, we're going to directly call out Rob here. Come on, Rob. You got to come on and actually show up for once. You know, nobody saw the rig for the longest time except for me. Uh, I saw it once. You saw it only once? See, I rode in it. Only once. Mm. But again, I'll... I'd love to leave the story for him to tell because it's, you know, it's a pretty funny one. Uh, anyways, so since Rob's not here, that's actually fine. We've got plenty to talk about. Uh, Luke's made some pretty big moves on his four link. I know he wants to talk about. I've been going crazy with my doubler and my floor. Uh, I've been throwing a bunch of stuff on Instagram. I've been having a ton of fun with that. Yeah, personally, um, I want to hear about that more than my four link, but. Yeah, I sort of had to get creative there. I'll definitely go into it. Uh, Cody got a little a little baby Jeep, a little RC car, which is sounds like he's been having a ton of fun with. I've never really... <laughs> uh, I don't know anything about the RC car world. I know a ton of people love them. Uh, it, personally, it's never been my thing. I'd rather waste money on the big one. But it sounds like you got it for pretty cheap, and it looks pretty cool. Like when you first sent the picture of you and Kate's little Jeep, I was like, well, whose jail is that, right? I, I didn't know at first, so then I looked at it closer. I was like, okay, it's an RC it, car. It is crazy how how accurate looking some of these RCs are now. One thing that yeah. I will say that's kind of cool is with like the 3D printing stuff I've been doing, they've gone crazy with making models yes. for those, and it is yes. so sick. Dude, there is, like, I have honestly, like, a folder in my phone of things for when, like, Luke finally has time to stop printing other things that I'm just be like, hey, can you make me these high high uh, clearance control arms that are literally, like, yes. four inches long? <laughs> so, in a way off-topic thing for this, uh, I've realized that one 3D printer is not enough, so I'm going to start hoarding them because they're cheap enough. So probably going to have two so I can or two more ordered so I can start doing the uh, side work that's getting piled up behind what I'm doing with it. Jesus, yeah. dude. I'm, so you're saying you're going to have three. I'm going to have three, but like I've been selling parts off of it and I can't keep up with the orders between what I'm doing. So at the moment, it's like 100 percent runtime. Hmm. Holy shit. Well, that's impressive. I would. How fast does it print stuff? Is it? It can't be. I know it's not super fast. Um, it... So, like, say for example, I was looking at um, what was it? Uh, the inserts that I was talking about making those take six hours to print, and that's just like a radio uh, interface, if you will. So mm -hmm. that's about six hours to print. If we're talking something advanced, like I've been selling AR pistol grips. And those, one of those takes six hours. I'm making them five at a time. So that print goes on for about a day. Damn. Yeah. But anyways, we, we're getting sidetracked and this is only the intro. Uh, <laughs> telling this, this is just how this episode's going to go. I can, uh, that's just right off the bat. I have a feeling that's just how it's going to be. But I don't want to, you know, discount this one this is a pretty big uh a big thing on richie's end he had a kid uh which is kind of surreal to me to think about uh that you're not i i'll be honest you're not the first friend of mine that has a kid but you're like the first one where it's like oh shit like he's got a kid now he's dead yeah. so yeah. i'm a dad sorry to say this but we're not kids anymore we're young adults or adults yeah. i know well, I mean, I get it on Graham's part. Like, like I, it's always weird to me. Like, whenever I like talk to Richie about his wife, I always say girlfriend. Like, yeah. like I'm yeah. like I'm still <laughs> young to me, so like it's something that I need to work on because like I'm always like, oh, like how's the girlfriend? And he's like, oh, wife. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Like every time, because it's new to me. And I think like in the same sense with Graham, where it's like, yes, I've had friends that have babies, but those babies don't apply to me. Like there's no like they're friends of mine, but like there's never a reason where their baby is going to affect me. Where like you're like your close friend. Now, Are you like, saying Richie's baby is going to affect you? No, but no, but like <laughs> I can't, I can't just walk into Richie's house and be like, 
like sweet talking his mom and the baby sleep in there because then i'll be like what if i talk too loud i'm gonna like the, we're gonna wake the baby up or i'll be like hey rich you want to hang out and then he'll be like no nah, like i have the kid today like it's where my other friends it's like i don't ever really hit them up because they were friends a while ago so it's just something something different you know my Pretty first cool. first good friend with a kid yeah, yeah. Like, i feel you well i'm honored guys <laughs> <laughs> And on the note of, like, you were saying the girlfriend versus wife thing, I do it about 50% of the time to the point it's almost become a stale meme. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very stale. Uh, well, hopefully, hopefully I learn. <laughs> hey, sometimes I still call my wife my girlfriend, too, and I'm married to her. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure she doesn't love that. <laughs> she could she still calls me her boyfriend sometimes ah it works out yeah eye <laughs> but it is it is pretty cool that uh like i don't know babies man they it's fucking weird they change, yeah they change everything like it, it's pretty pretty crazy <laughs> let me tell you fucking and this is something they never tell you if you name the child after yourself you will run into an identity crisis <laughs> well it's funny like this whole time I, I do i swear to god it was probably like two weeks ago i was talking to caitlin and i'm like wait is baby is richie having a boy or a girl and he, she would look at me was like are you fucking dumb i'm like why she's like they're calling it little dicky and i was like yeah i thought they were just saying that she's like no they're naming it fucking richie like and I, or like richard and i'm like wait is richie's dad named richie and she's like yeah and I'm like, oh so it's like a generational thing like it, i yeah. never it never clicked in my head that like it, so are you juniors or do you have different middle names no i'm I'm a junior and my son is the third. Oh no i, I mean that's kind of cool. richie dick the third yep <laughs> yep we got big dick little dick and then littlest dick <laughs> i'm not gonna lie though i'm that... the littlest dick <laughs> oh, oh god shit. no but uh cody that thing that you were just saying that you went through with caitlin i went through mentally i was like wait a minute what is the kid's name i have to know the kid's name i can't be his best friend for like eight years and have forgotten <laughs> the kid's name wait we were calling it little dicky oh it's richard yep that's it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i just i don't know no, why it's it didn't click before. Like I, I don't. I literally, I have no idea why it didn't click for me earlier. It's, it's funny. See, this is one of those things nobody had to tell me. I sort of just figured it out. Oh, uh, smart brain over yeah, there. Ooh. I know. I know. <laughs> no, but it, it's weird telling people about him because I constantly feel like I'm talking about myself in the third person. Yeah, that's weird. But it's, it's like, why? Why would I be telling someone that I shit my pants at two in the morning? You know. <laughs> well, you could tell us that, but maybe not to random people. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, I woke up and I shit my pants. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have shit. to be fed every two hours. Y'all or something else. <laughs> so how bad, kid? Now, is the sleeping thing actually a problem? Do you like get woken up throughout the night and whatnot? Or it's it's a more of a problem for Jess versus me because I'm naturally a lighter sleeper for the most hmm. part nowadays. And for probably the last year or so, I've been waking up every few hours throughout the night. So I've uh, it it's not that big of a deal for. Interesting. That's good to know. Jess would normally sleep for like anywhere between eight to ten hours straight. So yeah, it's a big deal for her. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> especially that's, that's a where call. she's the one that has to feed him. Mm. Oh, so you got okay, cool, cool, cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah. If I when I have kids, most likely, um, I feel bad because I'm gonna have to put them next to the girlfriend. Well, at that point in time, probably wife. And, um, you know, like she's going to have to be the person to wake up because I can sleep through anything. No, 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 no. Just just put the baby in, in the room with the 3D printers in the low hum of the me will keep it sleeping the whole night. I promise. Um, <laughs> I, I will say this. I think, you know, if if you're in California, he's definitely going to die early, though, because I guarantee you that plastic gives you cancer. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> it gives um, you cancer in California. 
Even oxygen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, So, not to cut the baby talk short here, but this is an (laughs) off-road podcast. Yeah, this is an off-road podcast. I'm sorry. (laughs) But that was fun. Um, Grembo, you want to talk about what you were doing? Because what you were doing, to me, was off the cuff, and I dig it. I like the uh, adventurous style. Yeah, it definitely... I'll be honest, I wasn't expecting it to sort of go this direction. I sort of knew, I knew the tube work was going to be like it was, but I didn't expect to have to basically build stiffeners for the top of my frame rails. That was sort of just like, well, I have to cover them. I've cut it all up. And that, like, unless I get rid of the frame rails, which I'm not going to do, then I I need to cover these somehow. And I somehow... uh, I don't even I didn't explicitly need three sixteenths plate, but I was at the metal market when I got the tube and I was getting the you know, the sheet metal for the floor and I just instinctively grabbed a a you know a four by four sheet of three sixteenths. We were low with what we did have at the shop. We had this old rusty piece that we've been using you know for the past few years, just like grabbing shit off of and it was basically gone. We had nothing left. So I was like, I'll grab a new I'll grab a new sheet of that. And, you know, if I need it for brackets and stuff, awesome. Well, as it turns out, I basically needed to slice two six inch four foot sections and use that. It fit basically it perfectly on the frame rails, right? Uh, to base to act as the floor, right? One side is tied in directly. It's welded to the existing stiffener, which is a, a rough, rough stuff style. So it's um, it's only hugging it on two sides and it's got the lip that hangs over and for the longest time i hated that stupid lip but thank god for that fucking lip because i could weld right to it i literally have beads going down the whole thing you know three sixteenths to three sixteenths of just solid weld along with you know now those um uh, uh brackets that stick out for my sliders you know those are all tied in not that they weren't tied in firmly to begin with. I smashed a shit out of those things. But now I'm even more comfortable with them because now they're tied into the top as well. And, you know, it's it's basically fully part of the stiffener. You're part of the frame. The frame and stiffener are definitely uh, together now. Yeah, 100%. Are you ready to crack it right at the end of that plate? Yep. We'll <laughs> see what happens. Because let's hoping... be real. I mean, you've gone this far, so the next obvious step is cracking the unibody rail clean through right there or at the bend where it goes up in the rear. I have a feeling it'll probably end up cracking in the back for the front, honestly, which is fine. I plan on oh, cutting I'm the whole back out, and back. you know there will be a round two, right? This isn't this is not over for any you know by any stretch of the imagination. When I do a four link in the back, however, I end up doing that. I guarantee you a majority of that floor is going to be coming out because I oh, did the front yes. the same fucking way. And the things I've, I've said it before. I don't know if it was on the podcast, but definitely to Jacob. I'm basically building, you know, a, a shitty two buggy inside a Cherokee, like with the Cherokee still there. It's it's not ideal, but I've never seen it's anybody a lot better than it was. I know. I've never seen anybody do plate the top of the frame rails. That was sort of just off the cuff it's what i had to do that was an oh um, shit we're here moment yeah and i need to get things done and i don't really have time to underbuild this it's never going to be this far apart again so yeah you say that until you have to tear it that far down apart again yeah but if i have to tear it down that far that stuff doesn't have to come off that's the base plate right yeah that doesn't have to get touched yeah. understandable i guess i guess that's fair so are you plating the inside of the frame rail now that it's exposed? Because inside of the frame rail? Not the inside of the frame rail. I, I don't mean like the area that like you Like the, the one wall the that I haven't yeah. touched? No, I'm not. I should, but I don't oh, have the time to get that done in a reasonable amount of time. And honestly... Shame. Honestly... Shame. <laughs> no, shame. Fuck off. Because I can literally take that inner wall... And all of my frame is in really decent shape. None of it is overly what about rotted. The rear by were... the gas tank area. Yeah, that that part's shitty. But I expected the inside of my driver section to be 
pretty much fucked as well because I've sunk that thing in some pretty nasty mud over the past five, six years. And uh, there was not a lot of mud in there, a little bit of like dustings, but nothing, no caked like buildup, right? I've done a decent job, I guess, cleaning it out. I'll take it. Um, so I, I just, I, I didn't see the need to, to plate the back, right? If I was missing massive chunks of my frame rail on the inside, then maybe I would have said, okay, I've got to plate a couple sections. But especially on that driver's side with the fuel rails and the brake lines, I don't, I don't want to move those if I don't have to. There's nothing wrong with them. They're totally happy where they are. I, I, I didn't want to fuck with them. I will I eventually, and I probably will relocate them to up top because I'm going to have this weird space in the frame rail, I think, where it's going to be a nook where there's just going to nothing can be there because it's in between the top of the frame rail and the floor just because of how the tube and how the 205 sits in there. Uh, maybe I'll relocate them there at some point. I may eventually come back and replate the whole thing, but that's easy enough to do from the bottom. The hard work, which is in the top, will be done. If I have issues, I can address them later. Fix it again, Grumbo, baby. Yeah, that is your specialty. Mm. Hey, if it works, it works, you know? As yeah, I've you know always what? said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. <laughs> now, the next step, which I'll hit you know, tomorrow and uh, Thursday and then in the, into this weekend, will be uh, the rest of the brackets I need. Nothing crazy. I need to mount the 205 from the back. Bought a mount for that that needs to get tied into the cage somehow. I got to tie in the traction bar to the floor and cage and all that. It should be pretty straightforward. I'm not expecting that to be difficult. I'm not sure how I'm going to mount. I know like ballpark where I want to mount the shifters, but I have no idea how I'm actually going to mount the brackets. You're going to need to they're... build the floor to begin with. So you have something to work off of before you can even start thinking about that. At least that was my experience when I was fucking around with mine. See, I don't know if I'm going to have enough space for, or for the, the two Oh five. I've got two sets of shifters for context. I've got a, a single shifter for the, the eco box and a doubler shifter, just a, you know, two sticks and one stick. They're all separate units. So I'm going to put the doubler stick, the single, or sorry, yeah, the doubler stick, Eagle Box, is going to go in the factory-ish location. All I, right, I, I follow. I posted a picture of the, the center console should fit roughly where it originally sat. That shouldn't change, minus it's going to be chopped up. So I'm going to put that shifter in that location, and I'm thinking it's one of those things I have to get the brackets for the seats and sort of mock things up before I know. But I'm planning on putting the 205 sticks on the opposite side of the sh the you know the main shifter. I don't know if that's going to work. It looks like it's going to work based on you know just me sitting in there pretending I'm where the driver would be and pretending to shift and getting it going through all the gears right and trying to figure out where my clearances are but it's, well metal is metal I don't know also oh yeah it's not the end of the world if i don't do it right the first time but uh i'd i'd like to sort of not have to redo it again i'd like to build it and then build the floors around that if i can get it to be solid so i don't know that's where i'm at is brackets fair enough um which is exciting because that's like not that much needs to be done other than I say that now, I'm sure there's going to be something I hit that's going to just suck like yeah. these floor plates, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. 100%. Um, so Cody. Yeah. What up with that RC car? So it, it was funny because I'm literally just sitting in bed watching YouTube and I get a text from my, uh, my sister's boyfriend. He's like, you want to go buy some RC cars? And I'm like, sure. But I'm like, which ones though? And he was like, well, I'm looking at getting the, uh, the axial, like one twenty fourth scale ones. Cause they're only a hundred bucks and they come with everything. So I'm like, 
fuck it, whatever. What's a hundred bucks? That's fine. And I've been thinking about getting one anyway. So it's kind of, it's kind of just worked out that, uh, that it happened like that. And then turns out my girlfriend wanted one. So my girlfriend got one. Um, my, our brand and my sister's boyfriend also his buddy got one. So now there was like four of us with them. We played around with them and I was genuinely impressed with it. When I first got it, I was like, oh, this will be a cool thing. It'll climb over a few, like, it'll climb over, like, a pillow. Like, ooh, cool. But these things are fucking cool. Like, they have working floor links. They got coilovers. Like, they work well. And it does some pretty cool shit. Um, so I have to ask another question. Sure. Why are you playing with RCs instead of putting Graham's 231 in your Jeep? Because... <laughs> it's well, I don't no no I mean I get it but it's also like it's kind of like a fun little mindless hobby oh totally one hundred percent I'm just throwing sh- shit sure throw thing shit. Dan <laughs> hey hey now this man's ain't even <laughs> he still has short arms and a non connected cage that is more deadly than having a roof onto it okay so don't even <laughs> don't even why do you think he's into RCs yeah but like in comparison the RC that Dan has is four hundred dollars. It doesn't even come with oh, everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's uh, not even customized. That's not even all of that. That's literally just for the RTR version of what he has. Mine comes with everything, and it was a hundred bucks. And then I like the because you have to add weight to make them have more traction. It's ten bucks. Ten bucks for wheel weights. Ten bucks for a diff cover. Ten I bucks mean... for knuckles. Like it, it's hard to it's hard to say no when they're fucking cool. And they do pretty well, but like it was actually really cool. Like when, like uh, today, like my sister ended up getting one, and me and Buckley and my sister went there, and and Marvel was there as well. But his servo blew out. Uh, it was pretty cool because my sister and Brayden don't, or my sister and Buckley don't have that much knowledge when it comes to wheeling. So like seeing them like navigate through obstacles and like watching their Jeep tip, and then like them realizing I need to turn into this to get it to not flip. It was pretty cool because that does correlate hand in hand with with wheeling. Um and it, it also gives the same like uh satisfaction or grati- grati- whatever that term is. Gratification. Yeah, the gratification. Same hit. Yeah, as wheeling because like you understand the limits of what you're driving. And he's gone, boys. No, 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 no. But like in a sense of like it gives like it has the same idea where like you know your jeep's limit like you know this little jeep's limit and watching it do something that you're like holy shit it actually just did that or holy shit I actually did that pretty cool yep so it... will it actually crawl a rock though yes yes cool i do yeah, like it... the axial stuff as far as like cheap or not cheap quality but like decent entry level quality stuff they seem like they make really good shit it is pretty incredible. I mean, the charger that came with is pretty fucking janky, and like the servos on them are pretty janky. But also, like, I'm doing gram things by driving it into holes the size of its wheels, and then just <laughs> trying to turn at full throttle, trying to get it out. Like, it's gonna blow up a little. All right, you know? <laughs> hey, gram. I'm just more of a fan of the one tenth scale. That's so expensive, though. Like you're okay. That's the difference. Is like, if I'm spending five hundred dollars on a crawler, that's chromolies. That's a half the way to. That's air shocks for the front of my Jeep. That's like, there's so many things. That's one tons that aren't built. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Yeah. I I can't justify spending five hundred dollars on a toy, but I could justify it on a hundred bucks. You know, that's like me saying, like, if I'm looking for a new video game, it's like, oh, that's 40 bucks. That's not bad. Yeah, I get it. OK, a three link mount is twenty five dollars. I could go and buy that or uh, two. It adds up. I was looking at my wallet earlier this week and I was like, Damn, <laughs> I'm going to buy drive shafts. <laughs> also, after we kind of like wrap this one up, I just thought of something else that I wanted to ask you about what you're doing, Graham. So we'll touch back on that. OK, that's good to know. Yeah. Don't want but, to take a podcast talking about my my adventure <laughs> there. But it was just cool. Like even on a Saturday night, it was Marvel's birthday, and we hung out by the fire. We took some of those like little garden lights that are like uh, solar powered, put them around the fire, and then like made a little like dug a little RC course, put some rocks in a few places, and like while we were sitting there 
hanging out, drinking a few beers for his birthday. We were also playing with the crawlers. That's solid. <laughs> it was pretty fun. I mean, I I don't see myself going crazy with it, but for this little guy, I think I might enjoy it for what it is because they're pretty cool. Oh yeah, they're definitely very cool in my opinion. Um, so yeah, so that's why I'm gonna once I bring it out and you guys play with it, you'll be like, oh shit, this thing's actually pretty cool, and then you'll you'll buy one for a hundred bucks. You'll be like, fuck yeah, it, it's I've only never actually bucks. used one. I watched oh, Colin play with uh, Dan's for a little bit, <laughs> and it uh, it sort of it it didn't it didn't hang on. It, oh, it wasn't really Colin anything Colin it. did. It just like the transfer case. It tried to go up a rock, and it just it just no. You know, it it pulled a, a Bronco and just exploded the Dana twenty. He Gone. did something dumb with it. I can't remember exactly Sorry, what he was Ryan. doing. He was playing. He was playing with it off to the side, and I don't know. It's Colin, so you know he was beating the shit out of it, and it like broke like a drive shaft connector from like the motor to the transmission. So pretty much the transfer case. Um, yeah, yeah, and That's it, what it, it said. Yeah, I know, but I was just reiterating to uh, Richie over here about what exactly happened. But like, I swear he was playing with it for like two minutes, and then he well, just fucking. But it was like, doing awesome though. I it was know, doing Coach, really good, but it just them. stopped doing good. The only <laughs> thing I have to say with that is, you have to realize that that is a possibility when the kid breaks an axle shaft three minutes into Ma Bell. Hmm. Yeah, true. It wasn't yeah. that day, but you know, just. Oh, dude! You what? Know, it's funny that you mentioned that because there was literally like an obstacle today. Like we were playing Jeep. And like, because we were just like, oh, it'll be, it'll be more fun for us to try to like one v one each other, like just experience what like each one can do. And there was literally an obstacle that had the exact same scale dimensions to loading dock at Ma Bell. And they were like trying their heart out, like trying to crawl it. Then once their tires got to the top to then hit it. And I'm like, no, guys, you need to put it just at the lip a little lower and then floor the shit out of it. And I made it. So it's kind of cool that like a real life aspect <laughs> actually like transferred over to little RC cars. <laughs> hey, Graham. I got a question for you. Could you please uh, do us all a favor and for the Ma Bell trip coming up in May, make sure that you pack your M18 because we going to need it. <laughs> oh, you going to go for it? Uh, I wasn't talking about for me. I was talking about for you because you've been eating around oh. the RC crawler and you're going to be trying to drive like that. No, I, I, again, I know my limits of my, my little, my real little Jeep and oh no, I, that's a little too far out of my price range right now to be going up that thing. But it, it was funny. Uh, because I didn't mean doing that. I just meant eating it. Oh, sick. Yeah, I'm down. Let's go. <laughs> i want to i want to drag my door across the ground and then somehow make it out of it just to be funny it's like mm. and then like crawl back out i did that kind of at the, uh badlands it was funny the idea that gives me nightmares cody why not i mean if you like if you, you gotta ride on the edge to learn the edge so i gotta i gotta play around on the edge and we have an edge lord <laughs> over here I was just about to make an edgy <laughs> joke, but I decided not to. <laughs> uh, it makes the body last long, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, uh, 120% there. Uh, oh, shit. So, Graham, to finish up my question on the other stuff, uh, with that, are you going to be adding tubes in between the tubes that run over the top of the transmission in the 205 um, to, like, brace them into the roll cage and whatnot? Yes. I'm not 100% sure on their locations yet, but there is going to be some, you know, front-to-back tube. I've got the side-to-sides mocked up. I know exactly where those are going to go. I initially had a stronger idea on where the the front to back sections of it would be but things sort of changed when i realized that i was going to be able to keep the center console the factory one so i'm not 100 percent sure where they're going to line up but they will be there i'm just not sure where yet solid yeah so how's how's the four link coming i know you've uh, been uh you've yes. been posting some pictures up and i haven't heard too much about it other than it's like basically on its own weight, 
with not some minor quite, issues? Not quite there yet. Um, I'm having coilover clearance problems with my tires because of the super sucked in super duties. Um, I didn't realize how much larger of, of a body the uh, coilover was going to be. Just it, it was one of those things that slipped my mind. So I'm either going to have to put spacers on it and try that or something to keep the tire off of them. But at the moment, it has the brackets are fully welded in. I welded the um, support tube, which was supposed to be my stinger, but I realized that there's no way that I'm going to take my fenders off and completely rebuild the front end of my Jeep and still make it out for this season. So that project got delayed, and I chopped the stinger up. That's welded onto the two diving boards, as you called them in the group chat. Um, <laughs> and two then, diving boards with a chunk of stinger holding them together in the middle. Yeah, it looked a little fucking uh, perfect. It looked a little sketchy. He confirmed that it's not just two diving boards with a piece of tube holding them together. No, so it's an oh yeah, no. Inch. He he made an entire bracket. Yeah, I went a little overboard on uh, how big the bracket is frame side, I think. But I'm hoping that that keeps it in place and happy. Um, And then I started notching tubes, but I haven't gotten them tacked in yet. So I haven't posted any pictures of that because I want to just like, that's going to be cool. Mm. Um, But basically my node for my B pillar is about to get a second um, node point, if that makes sense mounted below the main one to tie the B pillar, um, the base tubes that run all the way up to my halo in, and to tie in the tubes that run to the upper node. So it's going to form like another uh, five-sided node down there. And that's going to give me the hmm. basis. Hmm? Yeah, I'm just trying. I, I don't know if I can. You're talking about off of the. Top of the stinger. Hoop. It's coming off of the top of the stinger right up to the Going center node. Going straight up. Yep, because yep. that's where it's mounted. And then um, they're going to run off the side of that tube and the side of the stinger to the B-pillar tubes at a slight angle. So they should pick up right near, I'm hoping they pick up right near the uh, base. But either way, I will be loading... Or I will be putting the force that will be seen on the center of that um, piece of tube fully into the B-pillar roll cage node. And that should hopefully help to keep those mounts in place. And then I think I'm going to run a tube from my shock mounts to that node as well. So that thing is going to be ridiculously fucking tied in there. Nice. Um, I cut the floorboard from the back of my seat all the way to the edge of the um, like where the back seat ends and the trunk begins. Mm-hmm. And I had to do that to make clearance. I think I talked about that on the last podcast, but yeah, you did. Yeah. So I made the lower control arms cause I got in the two Johnny joints I needed. I got the wheelbase dialed in and it's at one Oh nine five. I was shooting for one eleven, and I guess I must've just messed up on a couple under details. Yeah, uh, I think I got the space. I think when I was doing the math for spacing the heim joints out, I uh, cut the tubes too short, and then it just ended up being a happy little accident because Mm. I can save some more of my rear bumper. I don't have to chop as much of that off to get clearance for the tires. Yep. So, um, yeah, and then I... Pulled the tail housing on the 231, and I re-RTV'd it because it was leaking. Nice, yeah. So that's... Classic 231 things, always leaking. Yep. You can never fucking seal them, right? You can, you just have to be really patient, and nobody's got the patience to seal a 231. No, I'm dumb. Properly. I did mine under the Jeep. Uh, because mm. I was having the issues where I forgot the shifter ball, so I had to split the... Or not the shifter ball, the shifter spring, so I had to split the case. And I just did that under the Jeep. So it wasn't perfect on the rear... Or until I re-RTV'd it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, everything seems fairly centered. Once I get the transfer case in, I can adjust the control arms and like you know mark the measurements and everything. So when it goes back in, it'll be perfectly centered and all of that. 
but nice. Yeah, I'm going down to the shop tomorrow and Thursday to work on it, and then probably Saturday and Sunday. So we should have it on its own weight. Sounds like a plan. Oh, other other um, kind of stupid news is uh, the orange hatch is on the Jeep. We got oh, it all spruced no, up. It's no, all working. No, it's it's no, it's no, no, I, no. I chopped Kill it. It, it opens it and closes perfect. Oh, it's gonna be on. great, it Cody. It's, it's in oh, better shape man. than you ever had it in. I Wait, even, so like, it actually at the bottom, so it kind of doesn't so, flap in the wind. So you're telling me it works? Yeah, I fixed it. No shit, huh? Well, it helps when you have you know every torque spit you see. Instead of just shredding everything around it to avoid taking the torque spit out, you just what? take the oh. torque spit out. Oh, come. <sighs> uh, I'll throw the you shit know, there. You know, I was like, Buckley's come on, Bucky's gonna fucking Bucky's gonna love this part because that is his only complaint with me is that I prefer to just try to rip it out. But at the time, I didn't you realize demolished. you still wanted it. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. That yeah, the wiper. wiper motor. Yeah, <laughs> destroyed that thing. Because I thought dun, I could rip dun, it out, and dun, I, dun. I tried. It was a little harder. <laughs> yeah, I, I took your shitty one apart first because I was like, "Well, I don't know how to take this apart either, and this one's already fucked, so I'll just learn on this and then take the other one apart decently." So I, but, so what you're saying is I clearanced it for you, is what you're saying? No, I mean, oh. it was still fully in in place. You would like you gave a nice attempt at like yanking on it and wiggling it, trying to pull it out. But other than that, it was still solidly attached and nowhere <laughs> near ready to come out. Dang it. <laughs> and that reminds me, I need to go and grab my red hatch from Kish's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I- I'm happy that it's on your Jeep, but like it just brings back memories of how ugly mine was. <laughs> going to die first run. 100%. I didn't... Uh, not at my bell. My bell doesn't really have any tree tappers, unless you're planning mm. on going to Sawmill. I'm planning on going to Sawmill if that is still a run that we're doing. It doesn't... I don't no, know if... It is, and I think it's actually a... Uh, I think it's a, a meeting as well, so I might... I know. If you don't have a passenger, I might just drive down and then ride with you or something for the day because my I don't have a trailer just yet, so driving my Jeep all the way down to that border is probably not... Oh, no. Fuck I'm you, not... okay? Fuck you. I knew you were going to give me shit. <laughs> oh, I'm Graham. I drive my shit everywhere, but... It's going to be the maiden voyage. It's not going to be done until, like, literally last minute if it if it gets yeah, done have, on time at all. You have a week in, like, three days. Yep. That's horrifying. Yep. That'll oh, my fine. God. I mean, honestly... I just I would I would rent a U-Haul trailer, but they're so fucking sketchy. I hate putting my fucking Jeep on a U-Haul trailer. They never have proper mounting points. My tires are too big for the ones that come with it. I mean, yeah, I could strap it down onto it, but there's never a good secure point. It freaks me out. Uh, on the local trailers that we have, I haven't had that problem. They've got uh, D-rings welded to the inside of the frame rails. Or I just pay Luke a hundred bucks to borrow his. I'd prefer that. <laughs> Unless he's going, unless you're going, I don't know. No, my uh, Fuck, I might take that option then because I, I feel way more safe <laughs> strapping it if that even is an option. I just fucking made it an option, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just, I don't know, or maybe I'll hit up my old boss and be like, hey, I'm stealing this trailer, fuck you, and then just drive away. <laughs> nah, you can borrow it, I just have to oh. see if it'll be done because it's going over to uh, Cam Automotive. That's Chris's shop, the kid that you met at the um, shop when you were down hanging out with us, the uh, him and Mike opened up their own automotive shop. So it's going to oh, be cool. over there getting service just because it's like they're just getting in business. And, you know, hey, super simple, easy work for them. Service the bearings. Uh, I've got a ground wire that I need chased and do the brakes because it needs brakes after having it for three years now, which is kind of shocking. Huh? Huh? Well, all right, let me know if not. I mean, honestly, I should, it should just be a, I have a fucking week. I could just probably get my trailer on the road and put tires on it and send her down the highway, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, if you want to grab mine, <laughs> it won't be a problem. I just don't know if it'll be done because yeah. I told them yeah. not to rush with it. It's still sitting at the shop. If you want to eat it on the bearings as they are, 
But... I mean, are they howling and then having the little red light in the center turn on as you're driving? Uh, no, they're not at that <laughs> level, but they're at the level where they probably should be greased before this trip, and one I mean, of them uh, gets a little hot. I can do that. I mean, I can always pull the cap off and grease it myself. I'm not that worried about it. But we'll see. I'll, I'll figure it out. I want to go. I heard, isn't Sawmill... Sawmill's the, a good property. Isn't Sawmill the property that, uh... Fuck, what's it called? The off-road uh, adventure went on to when they went to New England? No, that was Crazy Eights. No, I thought they came down to Connecticut. And went to yeah, they went to Sawmill. Crazy Eights. Oh, so then is yeah. Sawmill even cool? Sawmill is cool. It's not the same as Crazy Eights, but it's a good spot. Is it a like? Can I tell Buckley to bring his Jeep? Is it is it a green friendly property or no? Uh, that I don't know about <laughs> because I haven't ran it. I just know that when I'm uh, hanging out with like Kevin and them, they've talked about going there and they said it was okay. So, so is it? Is it in Connecticut or is it, it in Rhode is Island? In Connecticut. It's uh Jeremy said he might be going to that. Oh Ooh. fucking cool. That'd be sick. Yeah, his rig's looking fucking sick on the beadlocks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's right down the road from him. I'm debating taking a ride out there personally, but I don't want to lose the day, if that makes sense. Yeah, I feel you. I mean But at the, the same time like, I I know Sean I think day, to... days Especially this one, since it's supposed to be like the, you know, a pretty, we we would like a decent club showing from what I've I've heard, uh, just because it's the opening and they're trying to do a barbecue. Whether that happens or not, I don't know. Uh, well, then I guess in that I don't case, think there's okay. any reason if if there's wheeling, if your shit's not working, just get a ride and go and just hang out. It's just as much fun. Yeah, and then it motivates you to actually finish or your shit. Ride with me. Well, I was. I just never understood. I never understood. I think we just figured it out. Here's the new plan: you'll <laughs> drive your jeep down, hang out with the girlfriend, and then you'll drive it over to the shop, and we'll throw it on the trailer, and I'll trailer you out there. And I just pay you gas money. Yeah. Oh, cool. Can you pay my entry fee then? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nope. You are on your own for that one, Bucko. I mean, honestly, that's that's not a bad idea at all um no the only thing huh. is i don't get to listen to you complaining about sitting in forward seats for two hours oh no what if i put my chevy seat in the pad just for the just for the- <laughs> all right then we'll be good <laughs> no actually nah, it's not uh... it's not your generation fords that i don't like i don't like the uh like 60 body style ones i hate those oh really yeah they sit too tall like i feel like i'm standing oh, okay Okay, yeah. fair enough. I can see that because my seats are tall, but I kind of like like that with my legs. You know, Graham has a hard time driving my Jeep because I'm. Oh tall. no! I just I feel like I'm in a in a bowl of soup driving your Jeep. I just, my I just have way too much space to. I have to lean way back and slouch way forward to actually hit the pedals, and you know your shifter is like up at my head height at this point. <laughs> just above looking over the steering wheel, he's like, Oh, oh it's. It, it's very loose feeling. It's fun. Uh, it's not how I'd like to drive mine, but you know, when it's somebody taller? else's rig and I get to drive it up the street and I'm just hooning on it, rest in peace that motor, because I'm pretty sure it died the next day. Oh, uh, it definitely died the next day. <laughs> but actually, come to think of it, that thing's really been like the group horror because you've driven it multiple times. I know Kish has driven it multiple times. I, he had I've to driven it a few. Go, yeah, he had to depart to go and help the kid out, I believe. Um, I was wondering yeah. where he went. I didn't know what happened to him. I'm guessing that's what it was because I saw oh. the girlfriend and, or I'm sorry, the wife. Wow, I right there, <laughs> right fucking there. <laughs> it's dude. It's just it's so natural to say girlfriend. I I need to like change over like calling people their wives when like, I know. But we're at the, like that awkward point where you don't want to like be like, oh yeah, nope, you guys aren't married. Fuck. Okay. Um. Well, I'm the asshole here, or <laughs> vice versa. But yeah, what were you saying before that? <laughs> um, oh, jeez. I don't know. I, I'm excited for Sawmill, especially because, like, if 
if uh, Sean is planning on doing a meeting as well, if Sean's planning it, then that means like he at least has something to talk about. It's not going to be just one of those like random ones that we make up on the side of the trail. Just like, hey, does anybody have any problems? This is what we're thinking for the next few months. Yada, 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 yada. And so I I like those the best, though. Yeah, but like it needs we need to at least have one or two like legit meetings where like i remember uh shit the kid with the yj i forget his name i'm sorry if he's listening andy Ah, andy thank you uh it's actually funny i text i messaged him on instagram because that's what i have him on and did you got i gotta say the actual quote that i said because it was just fucking funny i go andy clear your schedule for may 8th he goes why i said doing a my my bell trip and you're going goes aye aye captain (laughs) (laughs) that kid is awesome like that because i used to wheel with him and he was the same way back then it was uh we were wheeling with the wheel and mass holes was the name of the group like and it was just like kind of like a loose collection of people that was like two steps above a parking lot meet but we actually went in the woods we ran ma bell and mile marker two all the time um but, but he um, would be like yo let's go or we'd text him and he'd be like yep i'm down to go but it was pretty it was pretty interesting because when i first mentioned the uh the club to him his first thing he said he didn't ask what do people drive how is like how are the people no no his first thing was how many meetings do i have to go to a year so is it normal for a club to like host meetings that people need to attend to that we just don't do so the way that our club does it is you need to attend, if I remember correctly, Graham, two, um, two meetings because we host our meetings like in the before we go wheeling for about, you know, how we normally meet with everyone for like 15, 20 minutes. Yep. That's considered our meetings. We don't have like actual um, sit down meetings like some other clubs. Um, no shade. Yeah, I mean, when it, when it comes that. down to it, it's a wheeling club we yeah are a group of people who want to go off-roading so i mean we've tried to do like try to organize things where it's there's no wheeling involved and it's just harder to get people together right for yeah. that sort of stuff so like, like eastern we're... does that but they're a lot closer uh like around each other and they're also more of like a older club if that makes sense yeah we're more organized we're pretty loose no i mean like just older generation like, oh, yeah, you know, older, more, more organized. You know, they, it's <laughs> oh, a slower like process. Like, oh, no, yeah, yeah, like yeah. 40 or something average yeah. age there. And I'm just going to, I mean, at 40 years old, I hope I can actually, you know, organize and, you know, sit down with the boys instead of fucking just showing up night uh, after. No, I'm going to be doing this forever. <laughs> <laughs> Except for we're going to be showing up with the kids. We're going to be, oh, yeah, Jimmy's with me today. I, I don't, uh, yeah, Bob, I don't know what happened to him. He was supposed to come, but like yeah, he had a or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, yeah. J- Jimmy's with me. J- oh, your name's Jerry? Fuck. Okay, Jerry's with <laughs> <laughs> That's how I see my life going for sure. <laughs> you know, Jimmy and Jerry. Not to Jeez. go back to the kid topic, but it's going to be weird telling our kids these stories like about us going, you know, off in the woods when. <laughs> I'm not telling them stories. Hobby. I'm just going to give them a link to the podcast. <laughs> you want to learn about my wife? Kid? Here you go. Get a flash drive. Be like, yeah, what the fuck is this? Be like, find a USB stick or plug it in somewhere. <laughs> oh, man. This has been a weird one. There's been a lot of tech, but there's been a lot of like, a lot of like. Is it- that's normal, right? I mean, no, I didn't even have, I didn't have a conversation. This one's like definitely today. especially sappy for some reason. Yeah, but like I didn't talk about pickles this episode, so it's not cool enough. Mm. <laughs> but um, you know what you should do? You should download it onto a floppy disk and then give it to them and be like, you want to lo- There's a little secret. This is a treasure chest of my life. You can listen to it. You can't even fit the whole pod- one podcast on a floppy disk, I don't think. Yeah. They don't have oh, any yeah, storage. Like 500 like... meg floppies. Yeah, I guess you're right. No, less than, less that. than that. No shit. Yeah. Damn. Oh. We'll give them one episode. You give one every year. <laughs> one life. won't fit. I don't think one would fit. Damn. Okay. Yeah, so they're pretty large when they're uncut audio. Damn. But they're not I huge. I mean, it's not like it's less than a gig. It's probably only going to be like 500. 
500 yeah, megabytes. About 500 but... megabytes for a long episode, like uh, two seconds. I mean, I'm I'm not a floppy disk expert, but I'm pretty sure only the high end floppy disks had that sort of storage. I think you know standard amount All was right, like 15 to, to 30 megabytes series <laughs> yeah you'd have you'd have to get all the discs together right episode 23 would fit it's 156 megs <laughs> oh, is maybe that, oh now i have to google how big the average floppy disk <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, i gotta say since we're being sappy i'm really happy with my friends uh opening up that shop that's like actually them going legit and they bought an automotive shop where the old man wanted out of it so that's cool as shit that's and the way to do it if you um, get all the tools and stuff i don't know what their oh, deal yeah, was like they came with it's like um it's in a rural a rural ish town near me and um it's got like a pre-established customer base even you know yep. like the guy perfect. told everyone that hey these guys are buying it out on this day yada 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 this, that, the other thing. So it's a functioning shop, but. Uh, so I have an update. Uh, we would need roughly a hundred floppy disks for that one excellent, episode. Excellent. <laughs> um, wow. But the thing that's kind of cool about that is it might end up saving me on some of the standard maintenance things because I'll have access to a lift. So that's going to be nice. Yeah, you got to be careful because as soon as you have access to one, it's just like everything else is peasantry. I know yeah. everything else is sort peasantry. Of the, I've had that's one. the issue I have with mine now is like, you know, I have access to work in Jacob's shop as long as there's nothing nothing else pressing that, that needs to get done. I can throw mine up on the lift. And it, it it's the whole reason I started this late is because I wanted to do it in the shop. Most of my stuff's at that shop and it was, uh, we just kept putting it off. The projects kept coming in we kept having stuff to do. There it just, there's, there's never any downtime. So I did you know, two weeks ago, whatever, whenever I started, put my foot down and said, this needs to start because we, we were past the first wheeling trip now and my shit hasn't even been touched and it's still fucked. So, 100%. You just got to be careful. Definitely got to balance it. Well, I'm still going to have my shop for the foreseeable future, but I mean, to do like some of the, and like, also I can't do any kind of crazy projects over there either. It's their business. Yeah. It's like, Hey, are you guys still at the shop? Do you care if I do a set of U joints there? Um, although even doing those on the ground, they're still one of my favorite things to do compared. Oh, to some there you of the go. What a segue right into the, your least favorite maintenance item would or is that your favorite joints mine would be favorites because i don't mind doing them compared to like doing a clutch or you know rebuilding oh, a gear God. set um oh man we're doing least favorite main maintenance item right we i just said favorite Oh, I don't have a favorite. Maintenance right. is not a favorite thing. Like, oh, I have it'll be one. more entertaining to go with least favorite. I have well, one for we're favorite. Hit that in a second. All right, then get give your favorite. I don't have one. I like I like changing my oil to see all the pretty things that come out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That is solid. All right, what's your least favorite, Grumbo? Oh, I don't. I'm, I'm still thinking. I'm still thinking. All, all right, let me bad. elaborate then. Let me elaborate then sometimes it's it's chunky like barbecue sauce sometimes it's thin because it's gasoline mixed in there but it's really cool because you keep that and it's kind of like mineral spirits at that point it's good for taking paint off but also it's really good for starting fires at a controllable rate <laughs> and then it doesn't tick after i change the oil so it's a nice nice thing but oh you fixed the ticking for worst i'd have to say I'd have to say diffs, dude. I hate changing diff fluid. A, because it stinks like a cocksucker, and you're always surprised by how little diff fluid there is actually in there. So, and then then you ain't got your lube locker because you're gram and you're a cocksucker. So, like, use the ketchup. Use the ketchup. <laughs> but, like, then you got to RTV it, then you got to wait. The ketchup, die by the ketchup. Also, Fuck those that lube lockers. Me. Graham, you need to go and change your front diff fluid. 
No, it didn't freeze up over the winter. I do need to change the transmission <laughs> fluid still because I only I did the first flush, which was I got all the water out of it and realized that I needed to put oil in it, but I didn't want to put transmission fluid, you know, manual transmission fluid in it uh, because it was still probably filled with mud and other shit and no other residue of water. So I put in 10W30 and I've been, which is I think standard for an AX15. You you can put yeah. AW30 in it and it'll be totally fine. Uh, so I did that and I haven't changed it, but I did see when I had the transfer case off, I looked in and it was kind of milky and brown. So I should change it again and put the transmission fluid in that I've been holding on to for like four months at this point, five months. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, not my least favorite. I actually don't mind dropping the transmission on that thing by its by itself. Like it's sort of fun to just be able to I don't know. It, it it's not complicated if you've done it. Just being able to say I, that you can pull your transmission and do the clutch by yourself and like so a night so is kind of cool. Can can confirm Graham likes trannies. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Write yep. that yep. down for the books. All right. The tranny <laughs> job. <laughs> but uh, Andy, I didn't even get to finish why I hate my diff so much, man. I'm sorry, I got carried away with it's okay. the trannies, okay. I guess. I hate putting the diff fluid in. I hate because it always like I sort of had the last time I did it, it spills everywhere. You try to shove it in right and it doesn't go in right because it already poured on the ground before you got to the diff. And then you if I don't I don't I'm not a fucking mathematician. All right, guys, hear me out, hear me out. It needs 1.75 milliliters of the bottle. Why can't it just be one and a half bottles? You just Come fill on. it up till it comes out of the hole. No, not with certain diff covers because you can overfill them. That's what happened to me. I filled it up to the hole and it literally shot out the breather tube while I was going down the highway and <laughs> covered the whole back of my Jeep with diff fluid. See, see this is why you get the Luke special diff filler. <laughs> it doesn't come off, so you can't fill a diff. You have to just dump it in from the breather. <laughs> <laughs> which is up at the top what it the comes first... off not easily i've tried to take it off it 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 twists itself up it like it doesn't move enough so you end up with it just continuing <laughs> to move and well, it uh it just screws itself back into the hole after you let go of it hey graham on a side note to that if you would like an improvement um i know what size thread that is and i now have access to quick connect fittings so I can get you a step down quick connect fitting to go to. A no, I don't care. I love line. it. It's janky looking. Yeah. Well, everything I do has. Just and as long as I don't. Jank. As long as I don't overfill it, it doesn't reek of gear oil in the Jeep. If I overfill it, it smells like gear oil because it's coming back up the tube and, you know, getting hot. The first time I ever filled it up, I filled it up with like two whole quarts or, you know, two whole bottles, which I guess was. No, maybe it was more I than that. I don't know. I couldn't tell, so I overfilled it. And the first time I drove it, I can just I remember just the stench of gear oil. That's all it was. Just uh -huh. the whole Jeep. And uh -huh. It was uh, good times. Mine I don't mind it, though. My bottle um, spilled all over my floor, so I was smelling that for a while, and it still smells like it in there. Yeah, it's it is not fun. It's an acquired taste. It's really not Ugh. that bad. Y'all are wimps. I'm all set. Like, yeah, my okay. Least Old gear oil definitely has a musk to it, but it's an acquired smell. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so on that yeah. note, my least favorite item for maintenance is motors. Well, yeah, because changing a fucking motor isn't supposed to be maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I mean, I get it, but like. At fuck? this point in time, I'm allowed to say it. I've done more motor changes. Yeah, that's not... It shouldn't be a maintenance item, but I see it what is. you're... I guess if we're just, like, you know, all-encompassing, you have to work on your your vehicle and fix something that's fucked up. That's... Motor's kind of a shitty one. Yeah. Not really, though. We're pretty, you're pretty good at it now, Luke, to be honest. Yeah, uh, we had yeah, the last one shitty. pulled out in two it's hours. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it sucks, but it could be, it could be. Um, I guess you're right. I mean, you could be redoing your frame. That sounds pretty shitty. A unibody part of me. Mm. Yeah, redoing the unibody is more embrace the suck. Doing the motor is more mindless bolting and unbolting at this point, and moving heavy objects. 
Like, you know, getting my control arms and stuff in there and fixing that area of unibody was just cut patch control arm brackets. <laughs> uh, it's not, you know, undoing the wiring harness here, here, and here, and then pulling that out, swapping that wiring harness back over onto the next motor. Oh, hey, Kish, welcome back. Welcome Why does he back. look like he's been running? <laughs> uh, because it, it was a very stressful... Uh... What was it? 10, 15 minutes. Are you? We'll talk about it later. Anyways, what's your worst <laughs> and favorite maintenance thing? Who, me? Yeah. No, the other guy yeah, named you. Richie. <laughs> okay. My, my most hated is uh, U-joints. I fucking hate doing U-joints. Well, it helps if you pound them through the right way. I do. I just that don't like me. doing them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember going to Luke's shop and he's pounding the U-joint the wrong direction. <laughs> he's trying to <laughs> like what are you doing <laughs> wait yeah. how the hell did you manage that because i would uh what was it that i was doing i was um bashing the cap through and then yeah I like forcing it, it through. through the the long way you just like you know the, the outer cap on the bottom if you're hammering from the top was going to come yeah. out normal but he was pushing the top cap into the smaller cavity first i mean it would have worked oh it, it just did work that's ignorance. how i was doing it for like years i shit you not <laughs> doesn't that wallow out the 100 percent yeah but this is why you tack the caps kids no <laughs> this is why you buy the almost no 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 no, no 35 dollars no. oh, <laughs> tacking the caps is free and just as effective Nah, these actually look beefy <laughs> as fuck, though. Because we we only had stick welding rod, and it was a decent sizer, and we just kind of... And then... Rest a little bit. Those, those needle oh, bearings. Yeah. Okay, first off, that thing's not going to last long enough to where those needle bearings are going to fucking matter, okay? Let's just mm-hmm. be honest there. In before Cody breaks off the axle shaft inside of the locker. Ooh. Jeez. <laughs> oh, that would suck. No, well, the U-joint will still blow first. Yeah, Hopefully. no, I think the huge jump. Eh, if it happens, that'll be cool though. How many Fuck. times has Colin blown up a forty-four shaft and it's not, you know, bend the? Yeah, but his are chromos, and we've already been over how chromos like Twisted. a double-edged sword, right? Yeah. Most of the time, the weaker material at the ears on the stock shaft will give first. I will say that. I've I've snapped. Yeah, I was gonna say I snapped the ears more than anything. That's what I blow apart is the ears. I haven't even actually. No, I did break a U joint. Never mind. But it's okay. No, I, it's fine. I just hate doing U joints because I find it very tedious, and I don't and like if you tedious yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. And right. I, I always, yeah. I always have at least one needle fall over on the last cap. Of course, and it wouldn't yeah. go any other way. But that's still yeah. not the worst. See, that's and why I, I take a shit ton of grease and just fucking pack them against it to make them super you're not sticky. Supposed to do that either. Yeah, it's fine. Guess what? You it doesn't matter. Do you it does my, matter. Do you think my U joint is gonna? You're not supposed to. Do, do you that. think that my U joint's gonna last longer than a hundred miles? Probably a little bit. Okay, more than a five hundred miles. No, uh, I could, give it normally about really a thousand. So it doesn't fucking matter. Their lifetime, I've lifetime warranty those fucking new joints. If they blow up, cool. I pull them apart. I bring them back and say, give me another one, you schmucks. And I already told them to stockpile at least four at a time. So, like, what's up? <laughs> Shit. I, I remember one time I was doing new joints for, what was it? I think my truck. Driver's, no, my driver's side at uh, of my Cherokee at my house. And... I, I don't know what I did, but I fucked something up hard. And the U-joint got stuck half apart with half the needles and one of the caps folded over. And mm. to get it out, I had to cut the U-joint. <laughs> A brand new U-joint. <laughs> and it all started because a needle fell over. Mm. And it just it turned into a cluster. Fuck, and I had to go back to the parts store. But of course, I drove my Jeep to the parts store, and my Jeep currently was all torn apart in my driveway, missing an axle shaft. Mm. So I, yeah, I was not having a good day. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. So, what is the best of the maintenance then? 
my, my favorite maintenance related thing to do is to just go underneath my Jeep to make sure everything's still tight. You know, I still have like fluid in my tea case and shit just because I like seeing all the different dents and shit. Mm, yeah, it's always fun when you find a new one, right? You're like, yeah, oh, shit. that wasn't yeah, it's, there before. It's, it's always great when it's like, how in the fuck did I do that? I found out why I started having a hard starting problem after Padlands. Why is that? Crunched a fuel line. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. Because <laughs> it only allows enough pressure when it needs enough pressure. That makes sense. <laughs> Damn, it... that's that's pretty interesting, to be honest, though. That's a, a solid whack. Yeah, well, it was funny to watch happen. So yeah, I bet it was grand with that rock. It was. I don't. I don't even remember this rock. I was past oh, this rock. You guys are all over it, saying it was what my rock? fault. I don't even remember this rock. It was the underneath rock me. It's it rolled me. underneath. It like got picked up by the diff cover, rolled down the control arm and down the frame rail, and then got spat oh, out under the traction yeah. bar. Oh yeah, I remember that now. <laughs> That's funny. Um, Why don't we run the fuel lines through the unibody? Would it be safer? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it would be. I mean, right? it would be a contained fire technically if you capped it off. <laughs> I guess, but um, imagine the backfire that would happen by your bumper if it did leak fuel, and then all of a sudden it sparked, and it just combusted with like a fucking cannonball out the back unibody right between the <laughs> bumper. <laughs> That'd be terrifying. That would be terrifying. On the note combat of... with oh sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say though, on the note of fuel lines though, what's your guys' thoughts for running a new one? I'm debating just going with the stainless braided. It's a pain in the ass to do, but yeah, it's worth it. Don't run rubber if you can help it. I've got a rubber line. I, I messed up my factory metal line, and I've just got this rubber thing that goes in between, basically down to a union, or not a union, but essentially a, it's just hose clamped onto the metal uh, yep. bit. That's halfway down because I think they disconnect. There's a disconnect point yeah, somewhere down. Yeah, it's fucked up at the back by where it like comes down um, and meets up with the inner unibody rail, and mm -hmm. the connector is fucked up. So yep, uh, mine are plastic. Is it plastic? Yeah, mine run like from like the tank up is plastic. Unless um, it switches, I only looked about two feet past the. Oh yeah, no, it, it turns into a hard line. I know what you're oh, okay, talking. Okay, that makes sense. By the tank, it is plastic, but I've mm -hmm. had nothing problems with my. I mean, even at Roush, right? I was losing fuel because my fucking rubber line was leaking. Like well, that's safe. Significantly. In that shitty spot, right next to all the headers, and I had to like limp it back and then spray fuel in my face because I forgot to purge it before I un I took the line off i literally took the line off and just whoosh, <laughs> just oh, terrifying but yeah Jesus. Uh, it, was, it was good times right i've had nothing but, i've had nothing but problems with that the rubber lines so if you can get just just go to a junkyard find a cherokee with half decent fuel lines and take them honestly like you'll be better off it's well, less to worry about. about doing the um that stainless line or the stainless braided all the way from the Tank yeah, but I'm pretty sure that's just rubber inside, anyways, right? And it all degrades. I don't know. I've always been uh, even like the AN stuff. I'm, eh, it's a hard call. I've never. It's difficult if you haven't done it before. It's pretty annoying to cut them evenly, making sure that they all fit nicely. It's kind of a pain in the ass, but it is a very nice finish to it. Mm -hmm. So I just right. want something that lasts because I don't want to do maintenance. Just the theme is no maintenance is the perfect amount of maintenance, but obviously that's not realistic considering the nature of what we do to the things. Um, but I, th yeah. I think that we uh, covered a decent amount tonight. You guys want to cut it here? Yeah, I'm down for it. Yeah. All right, who's doing an outro? What are we doing you for an man. outro? <laughs> oh shit, it's me. All right. We'll keep your hose clamps tight and your frame rails plated. Until <laughs> <All> next <right>. time. <laughs>